0: Hi, I'm P and this is my podcast. I can't remember, can't remember past stories when people were like, do you remember when we didn't know? I don't remember that. But if yeah. you ask me a question about maybe something I saw on a sign somewhere
1: 11 years ago. Literally. Even... Why is the brain like that? <laughs> Why I is it know. like that? Dog breeds? Yeah. They're all in here. The what? I'm hot. Hold on. Let me turn my AC. I don't know if there's something. I feel like it's glitching. Am I clear to you? Yeah. Um, what? I feel like it's a little like it's a little bit hard for me to. Like it's glitching. You're glitching a little bit, but I don't know if it's mine or not or yours.
0: Let's see. Let me hold on. I might disappear
1: for a second. I'm going to switch internet. Okay. No, I'm frozen. Oh, oh. Yes, I know. Am I back? Mhm. Is it better? It's more or less the same. I can hear what you say. It's just like you're like, yeah. I hope it's not me. Let me check whether or not I'm on. I'm at like a co-working space, so I'm hoping that it's. Yeah, it looks like it's full full energy. It's okay. I can I can get the gist. So as long as it's on your
2: end recording without it being glitchy,
0: I think it
2: should be fine. Okay, yeah, it's, it it
0: sounds and looks fine. Um, although it's only we're only using sound, so cool. Um, I should probably charge my laptop. Uh, whatever, I'll 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 do that when it's time. But you're talking about oh, before we start, I want to just let everyone know again. I don't know when I'm going to get a working mic. My mic was working; it's not anymore, and I just haven't prioritized getting a mic so if you like great sound don't listen to this podcast okay now whatever it is we are going to talk about I just wanted to I was literally admiring that about you the other day I was listening to a podcast episode of yours, and I was like and I was also thinking back to you being in Mexico and we go to
2: my all the way to my office to record a podcast and you just put your phone on the table and I'm like I love that about you so much um because everyone you know that whole like don't wait to start just like use what you have like everyone t- like preaches that but I feel like you don't even preach that you just do it you're just like well it's just me doing what I'm even doing anyway um what was the question oh what we're talking about
1: okay so you posted is this us talking now yeah,
2: we started oh. we're, we're okay there. cool um yeah, so you posted about how your quote unquote dream reality, I don't know if you use that word, but like your ideal reality should just feel normal and or like neutral. I don't know which word you use, probably normal. I think normal. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about that so much because but mostly just in the wizard brain, like the little fucking <laughs> wheels are always turning in. Um Because I've been thinking so much about how much in the space of spirituality and manifestation, all this stuff, it's a lot about good, high vibes, good feelings, like
1: all this stuff that's like very like sporadic, inconsistent, like not, is it actually sustainable to like feel good all the time? And like good also means different things on different days and to different people,
2: and like excitement, right? Like getting excited about something. It's a, it's a roller coaster. What a fucking parabola. What is that? Like it's, it's an up and it's a down. And so it's like to to, to preach to people, basically like be at that peak all the time or find that peak all the time. It's it, to me, a reality is a sustainable dynamic of your life in space and time. And I don't think that living at peaks or constantly trying to generate peaks is actually what we're looking for.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree. And I actually, so I think that people are not preaching all the time to stay in a high vibe. I think high vibes allow great things in, but what happens is people get really obsessed with high vibes. Like I don't even know if I'd say it's the teachers who are saying that I feel like, people know that when they're feeling great, that they're a match to things that feel great. And so they're like, well, yeah. to be able to create the life that I want, I have to feel great because my dream life is going to feel great all the time. That's what yes. they think is going to happen. And a lot of that comes from just like a desire to escape reality. So I, and, and talking about it being normal, like I know some people when I, when they, when they hear me say that like it feels kind of normal, they're kind of like, oh, I don't want it to feel normal. I want it to feel great and amazing because my life sucks right now. I don't want feel like I'm having a good time. And it's yeah, I think it's more how people take in the information and the information itself. Because people, I really don't ever see anyone preach, you have to stay feeling great all the time. I think people are like, that's how they got that life. It's because they're lit all the time. And it's like, no, they're lit. So like, of course they're going to show up and be like, Hey, I'm having a good time. Everybody, like who doesn't want to share that they're having a great time? You know what I mean? And it's it's
2: boring to share normal stuff.
1: Oh no. Yeah. No, I'm just staring. I'm not frozen. Um, (laughs) no, I think people always wanting to be where they aren't is you is the problem. It's like, Wanting it to feel, okay, our capacity to feel is endless. Like we can
2: feel anything at any time. Like external stimuli sometimes have
1: a relationship to that, but you can choose, but if you want your dream life or reality, it's like to feel that loop way of like the up and then like the down you're you're positioning yourself quite in quite a difficult place because you like the idea of wanting to escape the mundane I think is like what a lot of people come to spirituality or magic wanting. Mm-hmm. And as a person
2: who like talks to dead people and shit for me, at some point it became irritating. That world became irritating because I was in it so often that it was like, Oh my God, whatever. Who cares that dead people exist? Who cares that you can talk to them? Who cares what spirits are here? It's very normal. Like it just is what it is. And then sometimes I get really excited and it's crazy and it's wild. And sometimes you're doubtful and like all these different things, but like there is this hump that you have to get down. And, and, but I think that when you're living in a like alignment, quote unquote, there is never that kind of like downlink from the excitement. there's just this kind of like stabilization. So it's not necessarily like boring. I think that people equate normal with boring and it's like you don't have to equate those two things. It should just be like natural. like maybe natural is like an easier word for people to digest. because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean boring boring has a little bit of an energy of dissatisfaction and chronic dissatisfaction is just not a fun way to live. I'd say dissatisf- dissatisfactual every now and then is great. Like yeah. not to be able to desire something. We have to get hungry to eat, you know? So I think that that, but constantly being in a state of slight hunger, <laughs> I don't think that that is hmm. actually what people are saying that normal is normal. is just kind of like, I'm not really hungry. I'm just living life and doing other things. I'm not focusing on, on food. If you wanna, if I wanna keep with this food analogy, I'm just not thinking about food, just alive. That's it, living life, cleaning my bedroom, going on a walk, staring at the
1: wall, nothingness. It's great. Yeah. I think the sense of like people wanting to feel excitement
2: is fine. It's fine to want to feel excited. It's fine to want to feel really stoked about it. But if I'm being really honest, every time I've gotten to a peak quote unquote in my career, it feels a lot like, Oh, that's it. Literally. Oh, (laughs)
1: like when,
2: whenever I've had a, whenever I've had a really extreme excitement, there's usually a crash and then like an imposter syndrome and like a weird thing that happens. And so I, and also, I think if you're not willing to let that thing become normal in reality, you don't actually want that thing. You're looking for a different thing. You're looking for that feeling, or you're looking for something else because what you like. This is the other issues that most people don't really understand what the implications of having a certain thing actually are. For example, if you want to be a famous actor or something, it's not getting a big major motion picture. It's the fact that you have to stabilize a career where people respect you and want to continue to ask you to be in roles for the rest of your life, potentially. And also, what that means with fame, and also what that means with relationships. Like most people can't date outside the industry. All these other things that come with with all the potentials, right? Which could mean anything, they don't have to all look a certain way. But all of these potentials that flood in as a part of this thing that you want. I think that a lot of people focus on the what they're like, I just want a relationship because I want to feel like someone loves me, feel like someone loves me. It's like sometimes you're going to feel like someone hates you. Sometimes you're going to feel annoying. Sometimes you're going to feel annoyed if the other person. Sometimes, you know, it's just like there's all this, there's a it's a world. Everything is its own kind of ecosystem of feelings and responses. And it takes a certain amount of energy to be able to open yourself up to that. And I truly, actually believe. That the only reason anybody doesn't have a something that they want is because they're not ready for it. And ready doesn't have to be like good enough or worthy. It's just literally like your system doesn't won't be able to handle the projection you put onto all the other things that that thing actually is that you're not looking at.
1: Yeah, that's
0: because you I mean, you have beliefs about what things mean. Everyone has beliefs mm-hmm. about what things mean whether or not they're, like, super conscious of it all the time, do you have a belief that says, okay, like, let, let's, let's say you do the relationship thing, right? And you're like, okay, I, wanna, I want a relationship. A part of you has taken in, at this point, probably millions of beliefs about what comes with relationships through scrolling through social media, through watching other people live their lives. Like, you've taken in so many beliefs about what a relationship is, and you're saying, I want a relationship. And then there's, like, parts of you who are like, do you know <laughs> that... After we get into a relationship, that you can't flirt with the barista anymore—that's our favorite thing. Why would you do that? <laughs> we don't want to. Yeah. And, and you like you think like I want the, the totality of this, but there's parts of you who are like, wait, I don't I actually don't want those parts. And so getting clear about what it is you actually want, like getting really, really, really clear about that. Right. So like, let's say there's a part of you that really wants to flirt with the barista or like loves going on dates with other people or whatever. It's like, okay, wait, hold on. Do I want a relationship or do I want like this type of relationship? So getting super, super clear about what means what to you, like personal example of this for me was with my business. I... I know that like I wanted to be a guide or, or whatever. And what I had to get really clear on was the kind of guide that I want to be. And until I got clear on that, I I felt like I, I wasn't speaking as much as I wanted to speak. I wasn't saying the things I really wanted to say. And I realized that part of being a guide to me in the past meant like being a hero all the time. And I hated that idea. That's very exhausting to me. The thought of that feels nightmarish however i would see people who are constantly in hero mode and i'd be like i i know that i want to help but not in that way so i'm gonna be really quiet and like unconsciously just like not say things that i want to say so that i don't end up (laughs) as as a guide so things things come with things and you know it
1: just not obviously all the time yeah, this, I really, I want to use the example of wanting more money because I think pretty much every person, I'm not going to say every person, there's some people who have
2: sufficient amount of money, but they're still going to make more. I'm just going to tell you that, uh, people, a lot of people want more money and they're just like, I just want the money and it'll just make my life better. Like it just will. There's just like no buts about it. And I'm like, okay, but you becoming a millionaire, all your friends are going to look at you differently. You're either going to have to act like you don't have the money or act like you have the money. And people are going to respond to you accordingly. And you've created also all these ideals about what people with money are like and what rich people are and what rich people aren't and what they can and can't do and what the responsibility they have socially and blah, 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 like all this stuff. And it's like just wanting the money and not wanting all these other things that come with it. Like, cause a lot of times when you start to face those things, you have to do one of two things. You have to either change the beliefs you have around all those other things or change what all those other things mean decide those all, all those other things won't come with it. I guess there's three things or you have to say, okay, I'm not ready for this thing right now.
1: Mm. Am I
2: willing to get ready? Or can I, or can I just take a step back from this thing? Because I want to say that like becoming obsessed and fixated on desire is like fun, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a human little cutesy thing to do. Like I really want, I don't really want a million dollars. I really, want, it becomes your whole personality. It's whatever, but. I promise you in this day and age, there are the tools where whether it's mindset, whether it's budgeting, whether whatever you believe you need to do to get to that place. You have the tools. They're out there. Mm-hmm. Your interest and willingness to do
1: like the the work, like the to keep the momentum and to to not kind of. to not kind of shrink from
2: the bigness of this thing, it's like, you don't have this thing because there's a part of you that feels a little bit resistant to it, whether that's the thing itself or the things that it's,
1: you have believed it will come with. And I think that like, there's also something that's coming up for me a lot recently. thats like doing stuff anyway, like regardless how it
2: feels, regardless how, if it makes you feel like excited, regardless of like if you want to today, it's like, just get on the fucking yoga mat. Like, just let your brain like do all the little annoying. I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to like, just do the thing. And I'm learning how to do that in other parts of my life. And they can apply that to things like a million dollars or a partner or whatever, where you're just like, this is the work I have to do. And the feelings get in the way as much as the beliefs do. And I think the feelings are a much easier, a much easier thing to bypass because you do stuff when it feels bad all the time. Like you, you, you have to. Uh that's just what life is. It's what life is about. Um, whereas I think that a lot of time people are like, well, how do I change my subconscious beliefs? How do I shift? It's like well, there's a lot of things that just in daily life, like, how do you feel when you open your bank account? Can you shift how that feels? Can you shift like these little can you shift how you feel when you see someone else getting a lot of money or making a lot of money can you shift like can you just like accept what's in front of you anyway regardless of how you feel about it and start there and start doing things even if you don't feel great about them and just building the
1: muscle of like not wanting to constantly be on this hamster wheel of emotions and letting that be the fuel that like propels you through your life quite like recklessly and chaotically
0: Mm. Mm. So, like, people feeling like they need to be in the mood to do something before they do it, or like in the right quote-unquote energy space.
2: So I think, okay, I think mood, energy space, and feelings are all different. So, like, uh, like I think both of you have said that, like, when we create art, it's not like I feel like it. It's like there's a surge of energy that's coming. There's momentum, right? Huh. and art is not something that I can just, that it's not something that I've chosen in my life. Like I'm just going to do regardless of how I feel. Right. But for example, with my, with yoga, I'm just going to use that as an example. It's a physical thing that like, if I don't do it, I'm going to feel like a decrepit, like, you know, it's, it's going to affect me physically for the rest of the day, for the rest of the week, for the rest of my life, potentially, if I don't keep up this thing. And so it's like,
1: the energy, I know the energy Of the thing and the energy of me being in the mode to do it is there.
2: But I don't feel like doing it, right? There's a different, like, there's a difference. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Do you feel that difference with, like, for example, art is a, art is a difficult thing to kind of differentiate between potentially, but are the things you do every day, like you have a dog, you have to walk your dog Mm -hmm. every day. Sometimes you don't feel like it, but you do it anyway. Huh? the
0: because i don't like doing that <laughs>
1: like, so yeah I, I think i think
2: this is where it's interesting because you are a person who tends to outsource a lot of the things that you don't feel like doing but is there anything in your life that you do day to day that's like it doesn't
1: like brushing your teeth or is there some days when you don't feel like brushing your teeth you do it anyway I'm trying to think. Maybe, I think maybe the only
0: thing currently in my life that I do regularly that I don't feel like it. Oh, no, no there's two things. One is the gym, but like, like twice a week, there's a day mm. that I don't. And I go to the gym like four days a week. And then two of those days, there's a day where I'm like, I really don't want to go. I don't want to go. I, what, yesterday was one of those days we didn't go. We went on a long walk instead, and that actually was a lot more fun. But. Although, I don't know, like, and then, so the last time I didn't, I didn't feel like going to the gym and I went to the gym for me, I was like, okay, this is an identity thing. The, the you who is like healthy and strong, what are they doing right now? And I was like, they'd probably go to the gym and like not have an attitude about it. And so that that's, and I didn't like an identity shift. And so that made it easier for me to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, and it has been since the start of my business, is like showing up and selling things doesn't always feel fun for me because I have to like put my sales hat on and yeah. that feels like a new hat for me. Like, and I've been doing this for a few years now, but it still sometimes feels like a new hat. And I like get in the mode. More and more, it's becoming a natural behavior of mine, but it's still not completely natural yet. But that's my aim is for it to just kind of roll off the tongue. Like when I make art. Mm. Those are the two things, gym and sometimes selling online. Do
1: you feel like there's a difference between like,
2: because you're doing it anyway, it's like the energy is still there, but the feeling is like the feelings are a different place.
0: Well, the thing is, I'm consciously choosing that because I have the belief that sometimes you have to appeal to your logic because your logic is it, it's a part of you as well. And it deserves respect. Right. So for me, in my head, I'm like, well, if you don't go to the gym, my logic is saying, if you don't go to the gym, how are you going to do the whole fit body thing? That doesn't make any sense to me. And it, it has like a strong belief about that. It's like that doesn't make any logical sense. And for if you don't go to the gym, I'm I'm not having your back on this whole fit thing. Cause you're being dumb. That's literally what it's, it's saying to me. And then when it comes to sales, I'm like, how are you going to get people into your world? If you don't sell anything, that's like what my logical brain is saying. It's like, that doesn't make any logical sense. And it's like, looking at me, like you think we're dumb. And I'm like, okay, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do the logic thing because I respect you and I want you, I want your energy on board with what I'm wanting in this reality. So it's appealing to logic and I want no, to you want to do what appeal to logic or? I
1: to appeal, yeah
0: I have a deep desire to appeal to my logic it's kind of like being in a relationship with my logical self It's like I yeah. want to be there too
2: and because and you feel like because you created the the character first of like the person who like the guy that you want to be and like wanting people to be mm-hmm. in that and the fit body and stuff like that then that's able that that's where the logic is kind of like pushing you back into mm-hmm. congruency with yeah. that
0: Yes. Cause the logic knows how to do it. The logic's like, this is what we do. Like I'm already over here doing these things and I'm good at it. And I know how, and you don't know how, so like, I'm the one, if you don't, you the one who doesn't know how, if you want me on board, these are what I, this is what I need from you.
2: Yeah. And this is the thing. This is what I'm trying to say. A lot of my emotions come from like re- are very reactive. I think that's what emotions are really is very reactive kind of space in our body. It tells us how we feel about things. That's all it tells us. Like how we feel about things doesn't necessarily mirror anything but that. And I think that's what I'm learning in my life is like, like, for example, yeah, I walk my dog, I do yoga and I meditate every single fucking day. And most days I don't want to do it. And there's this sense of like, I just let that part of me that's like, I don't want to do it. It's still talking while I'm in the middle of the yoga. And I'm like, babe, I'm almost done. Like I'm almost done. And I think what's so interesting is like, I really do believe like with all the mindset work and everything, if you just believed you were going to be skinny, you would like, it could work that way. Like you wouldn't need to have competing parts of yourself and all that kind of stuff. But this is where reality comes in, right? We're like, you know, yourself. So, you know, like, okay, there is a, I don't see myself as this person yet. I need help. From different parts of me and a lot of times our emotions are not the part that's helpful and yet a lot of times we try and use our emotions as the springboard to get into the next thing and i think that that's a faulty way to do it i think that the the i think also that's why your work works p is because it bypasses the emotions like i yeah, did your um, it's part of your identity that's it's
0: not just emotions it's like all as much of you as you can grab that
1: yeah because every archetype has
2: feelings like feelings are neutral in terms of like who they affect right and this is what i think is so funny about astrology is people are like oh well the, the water signs are emotional and this and that. It's, everyone has fucking emotions babe it's just about yeah. what you do with them how often you listen to them what you what you channel them into and i think that i'm having and a lot of my private clients as well are having this shift of like oh, like I can not feel like doing something. Mm-hmm. And those are the moments where like finding a different part of you to lead into yeah. is important. Yeah. Yes, because you're and- not going through like if you're not used to being this character
0: and you're just newly stepping into this version of yourself, there's going to be a gap. Like there's going to be yes. like, I'm not used to doing, and I, that's what I talk to people about, and like my clients and stuff, is like muscle memory. You have to learn how to yeah. use these muscles I've not been using. And it's going to feel weird for, for a second. But I, I do recommend finding the most easeful way. Some people, some people recommend like just jumping and doing it, but like, I, I like to ease into it softly. That's my recommendation.
2: Yeah, and I think with the timeline jumping work you do, like with everything you do, you first go into the void. You first go where, like, it's not about feelings, it's not about your body, it's not about your your identity as of this or of that. In reality, of like what you've been told you are because of your body or your experiences, it's like we're gonna go where there's nothing, right? And I think that like the loudest part of me is definitely my emotions. It's definitely like things are bubbling up. at feel and it, and then I have conditioned responses to those emotions. To flee, to fight, to cry, to isolate, to whatever those things are. And I just, I think that, because we did an event on neutrality, like, I think two years ago at this
1: point. And I think that we were definitely ahead of the curve, but at the same, I, I think that more people are coming on board with, like, having your identity come from how you feel or like, yeah, like that being the order of which you do things.
2: Yes. It's not helpful. Like, and I think that's what all of your work is about, right? It's like, you have to be the thing first and then the, the feelings, but also it's like the feelings may never match up. Like the just natural arisings of like, "Mm, mm," you know, like that is actually a childhood response for
1: me.
0: You're still a human being in your dream reality. Like, I mean, unless, yes. of course, you're being a dolphin. But if you're human now, too
1: feelings. Far, it's
0: too far away for this lifetime. Maybe after you perish, next one, you can be a dolphin. But this this lifetime, if you're listening to this podcast with consciousness, you are a human, I hope. And sorry, my brain's doing so much. You're human and you are going to remain a human throughout your dream reality. So something that I actually like to do with clients when it comes to like feelings and emotions, I'm like, yes, guess you're going to feel your feelings, but I want you to get clear about how your dream self feels about you having this emotion right now. Like how would they respond to the fact that you're having this feeling? How, what would they say to you? And oftentimes your dream self is like, yeah, I'm having this feeling. This is who I am. Like whatever it's going to be. I'm going to maybe spend a week like this or two days or two hours. But like, this is what's happening. I'm accepting myself. Right. And so instead of saying my dream self never feels this, it's like, no, how does my dream self respond to me being a human being? Because right now it's probably if you're not at least like, I don't know, let's say 50% in your dream reality, you're not responding to the way that you're showing up in the world in a way that's supportive to you. You're, you're responding to yourself probably with a lot of judgment. I'm assuming that.
1: Yeah, I think there's this other, this other piece of this. Did you, ever, did you watch Succession? No. Okay.
2: Well, it's about billionaires and they're stressed out. They're really stressed out. People think that when they have more of something or when they have the thing they want, they're going to feel less of a certain emotion. Mm-hmm. They think like, oh, well, I'm going to feel less stressed. Or I'm going to feel it's like, no, you're just going to feel that way. And other like the
1: scenario is going to change, but the opportunity to feel those feelings is always going to come up. And I think that I think that wanting, I do think that when we want something, it's because of the way we think it's going to make us feel. And I don't think, I don't think that that's necessarily a sustainable way to navigate life is to be like, oh,
2: I need this external stimulus to then reflect back to me this thing so I can feel this thing. I think that's why a lot of manifestation work is like, be the thing first. Like, Like, act like you have it. And a lot of people are like, how can I act like I have it if I don't have it? And it's like, well, things just exist. They're not for a specific person. This table that I'm using right now doesn't have written on it. Only people who have this amount of money and only pe- like things don't have things on them that are like only for people you know it's just like that's not how the world works objects opportunities all those things are neutral in the sense that like you project onto them what they mean and you project onto them what kinds of people have historically been able to get them and culturally we've been conditioned to see over and over a certain kind of person getting a certain kind of thing that's entirely real Yes. but to blame to, but to blame and also make it the job of the thing that told you over and over and over that this thing is for this person be like show me it getting to a different person it's like that that's your that's how you think you're gonna change reality like we have this is why it's like you have to go back to yourself and go back behind the emotions to go back all of those yes. things back and that's that's what i talk about with your work with the void it's like And what I do with my work all the time is like, no, 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 this is all, this is like, let's clear away all the dust and bullshit and stuff you've piled in front of this thing and get to the actual heart of that thing and build back up from there.
0: Yes. Like, what have you, the meaning that you have placed on this thing, where is that in yourself? Like, where did you create that? What You have to, you have to figure out the truth of what that, desire is and that's also like a question that was asked on uh oh, oh my comments or something like that someone was talking about something that i've said about like people who've experienced traumatic things in their history or let's say traumatic and if you're not someone who identifies with trauma then like just painful things in your history or let's say you were born from a place where you just weren't as far far ahead as certain people in life when you are trying to create your reality and you're using successful, like normal societally, normal people who are successful as a litmus test for like your worthiness or or what you can receive. It's going to destroy you mm-hmm. because they <clears throat> they have a different meaning for what those things are for you. That is climbing Mount Everest for them. That's a walk down the street. There's two different they relate to that thing in a different way. And so I'm like, okay, that thing that they have, what is it that it means to you specifically? Like, what is that feeling? I need you to find that feeling and create your version of it and your reality that's within your reach, because you can have the same feeling that they're feeling. Yeah. And you absolutely can because the thing is like, they're not feeling it the way you think they might be feeling the way you would feel it if you were in their shoes, because you're not in their shoes. You're not in the same place. So I think that that is something that people uh, look when, when you take in like a lot of social media and you think that social media is supposed to like, I don't know, like it's supposed to represent where we should be. I'm like, no, it's like a catalog. It's, it's not, Mm. this is not, this is the right way to be. It's like, this is a way to do a thing oh, cool. That looks like that person's having a fun time. I want to have a fun time. Well, a fun time to me looks like this. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a Bible, it's a catalog that, that I think is helpful to play with. There's another thought. Oh, so I, I will say that my life does feel very different than it did a few years ago. So, um, and this is for those of you out there who like, sometimes when I hear that, like, it doesn't feel very much different when you, or it does it feels the same when you've changed your life. And I'm like, it doesn't feel the same, at least not in my reality. However, it doesn't feel as drastically different as you might think. So for me, when I, when I, my career, I didn't have a career. I was definitely way more stressed. I was having anxiety attacks, like every single day. Like it, it was not fun. I had moments where I feel like I do now so those feelings were available to me back then I could still feel the things that I feel now back then but I do feel this kind of relaxed chill energy way more often than I used to feel but it's not like I'm a completely different person that person was there it was they were just kind of covered in stuff Mm -hmm. so I think that that like is important to hear just because sometimes like when I think about my dream reality, not feeling any different than I feel now that I'm like, I don't, what is the point? I know it's going to feel slightly different. And I want that slight different. I would like it.
2: Yeah. Of course you literally, like, I, I literally wrote down, like I have to ask you this question and then you start answering it before I ask. Cause that's just how it fucking works. But
1: I wanted to, but I do have a nuance to what you just said. So when in your life right now, or let's say
2: when you felt like, okay, i'm I've not a plateau, but i've I'm in that neutral gender, like generating energy that feels neutral and good and like things are coming, in. maybe high amounts of money are coming in and like really great opportunities are coming in, and I'm feeling really good with my partner, whatever. whatever that is for you, that's like become your kind of new level of like things are good. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. How do you then? Do you find yourself still searching for energy spikes? Like what you just said, I kind of want to expand on what you just said. Like, do you still find yourself searching for spikes of emotion or energy? Do you find that you're like, okay, this is time for the next level? Or how, how long do you feel like you can just be comfortable? Does it feel like you're coasting?
0: It feels like I'm always growing. That Like there's always a desire to grow that's never going to go away, which is also something that I kind of like included in my that i make sure to be aware of when it comes to my dream self i'm like they're not going to stop wanting like they're not going to stop yeah moving towards something that's 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 one thing that i will always have in common through, from the beginning of my life to the end until i'm old and i'm ready to leave there's the only reason i'm going to be alive is because i'm wanting to see more or do more or something like that so the through line is I 'm always desiring to be moving in a direction, so I'm always desiring movement that that never really goes away for me, but the the energy around the desire for movement is different. So I was actually thinking about this thing about that this morning where before when I was wanting to grow my career that had a lot to do with my desire for safety. I was like, I want to mm-hmm. feel safe, I feel safe. That's what I'm wanting. I want to feel safe. So I want my business to go around there right now, like my business growth or my growth of my, well, let's, let's focus on my business, my business growth right now, my desire for that, the feeling that I'm wanting more of is a feeling I'm learning how to put a word on it. It's like this, like free, unhinged, slightly unhinged energy, like, and it's not completely insane, but kind of just like making choices that don't make sense. I already do, but I want to make more choices that don't make sense. That whatever feeling, I love that feeling of like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I don't know what to call that, but I'm looking for more of that. Like you are a free and strange being that kind of energy. I'm definitely wanting to move more in that direction. I also am wanting more excitement in my day to day life. I think I can't fully decide yet. <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> I don't. I love that. I'm like, feel myself being like, that's going to be so, like, oh, like I don't know. I'm not completely sure. Yeah about that. But I know that I want more of the free feeling and the strange feeling.
2: Okay, what I love about that is like I can already see it. Like I've already it's funny because when you start I'm like that's what I've been seeing in your work recently. Like I've been seeing I'm like piece work is but I never thought of it like that, but I'm just like there's something diff-, you know, you can feel that there's a vibe shift and it's getting more like what the fuck is that? but it's also getting more like tight in other areas. That's like, so you, and I think that I was thinking about this, like walking my dog yesterday about how, um, I think I was listening to an artist that I've like loved for a really long time. And I was thinking about like the 27 club, like people who die young and like, why do people's careers fall off? And I was thinking about how a lot of people, especially in, in public industries, they end up doing a caricatured version of who they were when they got famous. They end up doing like, they end up like pantomiming, like what they used to be, because that's what got them to where they, that's what they think got them to where they are.
0: It's what I call the flattening.
1: Ah, yes, 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 yes. So... Then they're like, oh,
2: then we call them irrelevant. Then we're like, oh, she's, you know, she's falling off. Why is she, you know, like, we're like, oh, we still love you because you're you. But like, why are you doing this? Why are you selling out? Or whatever that feeling is, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas like Mm -hmm. the reason that we obsess over artists who die is they did get, there is this like frozen in time peak Mm -hmm. that we got to experience that we can project on and idolize. And we can imagine that they would do better stuff. But then there are people who are still alive and who are still innovating. And what they allow is themselves to do what you're saying, which is like, these are, this is great. I want to tweak this and I want to, it's like, I want to tighten the here and then I want to loosen or, or expand here. And it's like this constant process of like, okay, this is like really working. I'm dialing that in and I'm hungering down here so I can let this other piece of myself arise. And And I think that so often, and I've experienced this myself where I've reached a new level and then I'm like, well, fuck, who am I? If I'm not like this, this particular person who has these kinds of feelings consistently and this, like, it's kind of like the artists who are like uh, uh, comedians, right. Who are afraid to get into like stable relationships. Cause like, what if I'm not funny, if I'm not being traumatized or not trying to traumatize someone else or whatever that is, that feeling of like well what if I'm not me if I'm not experiencing this thing and it's kind of the opposite of external stimuli instead of reaching for external stimuli and th- thinking that will make you better it's almost like thinking that external stimuli is what makes you it's it's the same issue yes thinking that external stimuli is making it who you are when really it's like it's really like so simple like know thyself know yourself I think that what I love, I love that I'm just like, this is what I love about Pete, like 18 times. <laughs> the way that you dial in, like you just keep dialing in closer and closer onto like who you are and you also experiment at the same time. And I think that that is what our, our like collectively, that's what culture's favorite artists and, uh, and makers and like visionaries do. <laughs> It's the sense of like not wanting to just keep doing, like not making a story about where your success came from or not making a story about.
1: Yes,
0: Yes, because, well, that's the, that's, that's partially what timeline jumping is for, is to get really, really clear and like carve away at who you are. All Like constantly, you're constantly like building, making yourself. But something that I regularly have to remind myself of is that the reason why I receive what I want is not because of the physical correct actions that I've taken. It's because of who I've been and me being that makes me take certain actions that result in certain things. And so if I tried to like logically be like, okay, when I did this, this is the thing that like that would break my brain. I don't think I have the capacity to try to be that person. I think I realized that actually pretty early in life and I didn't know how I was going to survive. Cause I'm like, I can't do that thing that people do where they make sense out of things and then use <laughs> the sense to bring, do the thing. My brain doesn't yeah. work like that. It's very hard. And I just have to, I have to remind myself like, the only reason this is happening is because one, you want it to two and two, you're being the one who can have the thing.
1: Hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what
2: I would love to hear your perspective, but like what I do, like doing one-to-one coaching where I'm like, I basically, am like, I'm holding this like vibrating space or container, or like, I'm holding you close to my energy system to stabilize and kind of keep knocking off these like well, what What if this, oh my God. It's like, because it's so easy when we're in our own minds and we don't have support and we're not like, this is why our work is relevant at all is because there's more coming at us than ever. And there's more conditioning than ever. And to be close to each other's bodies, like you and I, the way that you and I generate energy when we're together or the way that a client might be able to generate a different energy when they're near me or that I might be, whatever that is, it's like sometimes that's what that calibration is. Is calibrating, like being near something and being like, ah, oh, okay, I can now. It's it's kind of the same thing. It's like tightening, but with someone there, and then experimenting with your other arm, knowing that you have some kind of anchor, and like we all define um, what what that is. And I yeah. think what we're describing is like our sense of self. I think we're both pretty strong in who we are, and like have a pretty unabashed sense of like. No, I don't like that. No, I like, you know, like just a sense of
1: like, okay, what this being is even beyond likes and dislikes. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what I think. Yeah. I'm not scared. to. I've never, like, there's no fear in pivoting or just being like, I'm going to
2: do this because I'm not defined by what I'm doing. Like the Mm -hmm. thing that's doing the thing, the thing that's doing is what I'm so connected to and what I am. And I think that so many people identify themselves and cling to what they do because they think that's what identity is. And I'm like, no, (laughs) like, uh, I was actually talking to a client the other day, who's an artist. And I was like, you just are an
1: artist. If you stop making art for the rest of your life, you're still an artist. Like it doesn't, what you do really has no, it's extra.
2: It's extra. Mm -hmm. And, but that sense of like just accept the identity that this is what you are and that that's going to filter through whatever it is you do. Like the fact that me and you do such like, like a lot of times we say the goddamn same thing or we're like, oh, I said that yesterday, but like in a completely different way or like whatever. But we are successful separately and have different people who are going to like us. It's because we're so like fucking cinched so tightly to like our center of who we are. And that's why I always think it's so funny that we we've said that we're like twins is because we're so fucking different. But I think there's like there's an energetic similarity to what we're looking for, because I also think when you said like chill and like like it's this kind of like steady hum. I don't like people. Are like, I want to be happy. I don't resonate with that. I don't resonate with wanting to be happy. Like, because happiness to me is like big yellow smiley face, like, yeah, like excited. I barely can like get excited in front of other people. I barely can like emote in a way that people can register as like me. I always have to be like, I'm actually so happy for you, but I just have to say I'm so happy. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that's as good as it gets. And my goal is like that sense of just like, mm, like, as I'm walking around, it's just this
1: steady hum of like, yes. Yes. (laughs) The nodding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Sorry. what do you think about the term happiness?
2: It's fun. Like it's a fun vibe. I think that I,
0: I think I'm mostly happy, but I don't know if happiness, like the way that I feel happiness is what people are talking about. Yeah, I feel like some people are talking about like elation, and like elation. I, it's like I can't, you can't, I can't see straight when I'm elated. Like it's just, and I, I like bursts of elation. That's fun, but I find that it's nice to return to homeostasis for me, which is like okay, mm-hmm. we are, we're not stressed. We're not pissed off. Like I'm happy. I'm not super excited. I actually felt really weird about like some being someone who like, I can't stay excited for long. I just can't I actually, I don't even know. I, I can get excited. It takes a lot. It's hard for me to be excited about things, but like, it's just not something that I don't know. Some people, I used to feel weird about it. Cause I'm like, in my business, my business doesn't like excite me in the way that people get so excited about like everything that they do. I'm kind of like, I like it and it works. And that's important to me.
2: <laughs> but when you, okay. But this is an interesting question. Cause I, I think I identify with everything you said, but then when it comes to my business, what I do get excited about is like a new idea or a new project. But that's yeah. again, that like, and it, there's a, yeah. There's a come down and then there's like a momentum and a sustaining. Do you feel that same yeah. way or do, is there no kind of first.
0: to You're a new like idea? A, okay. There's like a, ooh. And then I write it in my notes app. Whenever I feel that, like, yes, but I'm like, put it in the notes app. And then, like, you can maybe start messing with it a little bit, but like, just put it in the notes app for now. And then, live life or something like that and then sometimes every now and then i don't know if this is scorpionic of me the i'll get into like obsession a bit and like it does it not excitement anymore it's just like i see the thing and it it i have to make it like it's and it gets very obsessed there's not really emotion behind that it's literally like my body is like we must and i'm like okay okay gotta do it yeah but there's a burst and then there's normalizing. There's also what can happen is like a loss of interest. And that usually comes from mm-hmm. me
1: judging myself.
0: That when I lose interest, it's because I'm judging myself. And that's, that's something that I check in with every now and then. Oh, I have to go in like five minutes now. And when I'm judging myself and I like lose that, like, it's like, it's not even, it's like below neutral. It's, it's like, The energy is, there's no energy for it anymore. Hmm. And then I had to kind of neutralize the judgments that I'm placing on the thing.
2: Yeah, I really resonate with that. I really resonate with like the excitement, the fixation, and then the bottom kind of dropping out of certain things. And I think what's really interesting is we've both been able to sustain certain offerings or certain modalities. Like there are things that I consistently see you selling or consistently see you doing and things that aren't, and we're both manifesting generators. And what I understand, uh, cause there's a lot that I don't about human design, but um, what I understand about manifesting generators is like the experimentation aspect, and like the needing to do a lot of different things and kind of like that stimulation and, and explore, exploration. And I think that there's such a judgment in society about that process that like there's something wrong if you stop doing the thing that you said that you are going to do or that it's like somehow a failure or that you're
1: like flaky or something like that. And I think that like, how has your, yeah, I know that you have to go. Like how is your process of like accepting? Because I don't know if you're talking about the
2: bottom falling out, like before you've even put it out or if you're talking about like trying to do it again or something like that
0: it depends like so every now and then I'll have something where I do the like interest loss thing before it is even out, and that there's a there's always a reason for it, and it's uh, it's because like I haven't connected with it sufficiently like i have I've let like what someone else said about something tell me how I feel about what I do like the, it's it's there's always a reason for that if it happens like before I put it out. Now, if it happens after I've like done something and offered it, then I'm, then I'm, it's done then. That's, it's, I don't need to talk about it until, until the excitement comes back. So like, I'll have people DM me. They're like, hey, are you going to offer this again? And I'm like, I have no idea. If I get excited about it, yes, sure. Uh, but if, if there's no, if I never get the inspiration or if they're like, it doesn't feel like it's fun to do or something like that, then I'll never do it again. I don't really have any feelings about it because to me, like I, I don't even think that it's flaky. I think that it's a lot like clothing brands
2: who offer yeah, like drops
0: and they're, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're into this right now. So here you go. Like, it's still the same energy, but like we have it in these different colors or, or patterns or textures or whatever. Um, And then when it's done, it's done. And I'm like, I don't see the, I don't see the issue with it. I think it's just like a fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also it's like um,
1: not trying
2: to buy in, I'm at this point I'm not trying to buy into any part of the scale. So like the bottom dropping out or the excitement going really high or the obsession, like all of those things to me, like I don't try to pace myself with obsession. I just try not to plan too far out, ahead, yes. too far out ahead. Yeah. I don't, I don't try and taper that off because I know that I can go in a million different directions and that it's just me getting basically like feasting on possibility. Like I cannot get enough possibility. And I know at some point the possibilities will get like a peak and I have to decide what I'm going to do and like digest what's actually just happened. But yeah. I definitely think this sense of like, even I think the way that we look at the world, because I also went to art school and identify as an artist, even though it's not what I primarily do. Like I know that you look like anime, and you're like, oh, I want to do, I wanna like use that name to do this thing. To do. Like I'm the same way about the world um, and how I see branding and marketing and everything like that. And it's such a cool way to engage with the world. And it's also like more like childlike or like it just seems when it comes to like our work that's supposed to be so heavy because it's spiritual like it should be done a certain way or it's like always been done a certain way that like when we treat it more like a gallery show or a clothing drop or something like that that is fine in other industries it can seem more like weird or Bad or the tr- whatever, whatever people project onto it. So, yeah, I definitely think it's been a process to understand, like, oh, yeah, this is like mirrored in other spaces. And we're just bringing that energy into a place where maybe it hasn't been before.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's so weird because, like, I've, I've, I think I've re- removed myself from seeing myself as someone who's in the spiritual space, which is really interesting. I don't even know what space I'm in, actually. To me, sci fi. Uh, great. <laughs> I like that. And so I'm kind of like, there's, is I, I'm an artist. I think that's what I, and so that's where I get my, my self judgment from is like, am I like, is how is my style is like, how am, uh, am I coming off as what is it like a, contem- a contemporary, like that kind of that I think those are where my judgments. I don't, I don't like looking at people in the spiritual space very much. And yeah, but artists, that's where I
1: judge myself. Yeah, and I think but I think it's it's important to say that
2: like anybody who's doing anything should look outside of their industry, both for inspiration and for the ways that those fields work and interlock. Because That's when you're too when you're generating too much inside of the space that like again, you don't even know that you're a part of, it's kind of like it's not even a real way of measurement or of like creating.
0: Yeah. I it's love echo like chamber. That. Physical trainers, they're great. Like, I, I love looking at the concept of physical physical trainers because it's the same thing. It's just different parts of the self that we're working with. Like, some nutritionists, I love looking at their stuff. Artists, always. That's who I'm obsessed with. Just, like, different people who I think we're all kind of doing the same thing. I like to take in their stuff because I feel like it can be really helpful to just like see the patterns and like, wow, this is that over there in this font
1: yeah making those
2: connections is like it's candy for my brain like being like oh that's actually this and this and that it's like it's so fucking fun and I don't think it's encouraged enough I think there's a lot of like niching down knowing your industry looking at your competition do it it's like none of that makes any fucking sense if you actually understand energy like uh energy is like everywhere and it's doing really interesting things usually further away from the place where you've created a bunch of fucking stories about what it is and how it should move and what you are within it. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. which takes it back down to like, like reality is reflecting who, how you perceive yourself more than anything. And so like, if you decide that you are successful period, point blank, and you move like someone like the version of you who is successful, no matter what you do, whatever strategies the people say you're supposed to use, or like, it doesn't matter what you do if you're being the one who is successful that I I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'd say the only thing is appeal to your logic, get on your logic side. That can be really helpful. And also like notice though that you are the one appealing to your logic like you're making the choice at the end of the day to say like my brain thinks that this strategy makes sense and that's why i'm doing it i'm not doing it because i know that it works i'm doing it because my brain thinks it works and that's what i'm needing
2: yeah and just remembering that you decide you are the one who says if okay. you think it's going to work or not and you either have to change what you think is going to work or you have to go what you think is going to work because it's just not
1: yeah and like that's and- the only mechanism
2: that's making the decisions.
0: Changing what you think is going to work can be hard. So I recommend like doing something gradual. So like, let's say, let's say you see, I don't know, for me to be in a happy relationship, they say that, I don't know, what's a strategy that dating people use? Uh, You have to be on dating apps. Okay. So to to be successful or to get a, a successful relationship, you have to be on dating apps. A part of you could say, I'm gonna remove the belief that I have to get on dating apps. I'm going to stop believing that I have to get on dating apps. And it's like, okay, try that. Like try to remove that belief, please. That could be rough. How about this? Instead of saying that you have to get on dating apps, something that can like meet your logic halfway is I'm gonna try to get on a dating app. I'm not gonna go on often. I'll go on when it feels good to me, whatever, we'll see but I'm open to meeting someone off the dating app. It's just that my logic thinks that this is the way that it works. I'm not saying that I have to do this to be able to get what, and it's going to be on dating app. That's how it's gonna happen. It's just right now, your logic is like, you're crazy if you don't do anything to date, like that doesn't make any sense. And it's looking at you like you're crazy and you're, you're looking at yourself like, we're not making any sense. It's fine for you to not make sense to other people, but for you to not make sense to yourself, I don't recommend that because then you can't trust.
1: Yeah. And there's multiple layers
2: to that, right? There's like, there's the thinking that other people think you have to get it on dating app, but then there's also like, why are you resistant to doing that thing? Like what stories have you projected on it? That's making this tension between what other people think you should do and what you want to do and what you actually think is right. Like a lot of that is just all the glue for all of it is your stories move for all of it is your own perception it's just finding out where the actual places are that you can shift that like where you can actually shift that perception and where it's movable because you could change a belief in one eft tapping session or a timeline jump or whatever or reading or a session or whatever or it's going to take 10 years so it's like you can try give it a day give it give it however long of a time you're like i'm going to try and actually just change this belief if that doesn't work though go back to what the thing is that you keep telling yourself is actually true and find out where the movable tension is and move the tension. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. I find that that's so much, so much easier. Like, where is your like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, okay. That's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Any, anything you want to wrap up with before we're done? What are you up to? What do you want to share about? All that Jeff: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I have, so I'm doing a mystery school in person in London, England in October. Everyone who will be in London or if anybody wants to come to London, please come. It's going to be amazing. And everything else you can find through Julissa Cypress, like at Julissa Cypress on Instagram or at I'm sure people will spell it because it's like 17 S's. Um, Yeah, those are like the two major things I'm doing. Obviously you can work with me one-on-one to do just like an astrology portal reading. Like I use astrology and a bunch of other modalities to help you, or we can work one-to-one longer term. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to work with me. You can find them all just by Googling my name. (laughs) All right, y'all,
0: that's it. Bye.